and welcome to the 16th episode of the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett from Comeuppance Reviews. Hey, it's me, Tyler. We're back again for episode wow, 16. We're, we're rounding up to 20 real soon. I'm excited. Yeah, well, rounding, very important in school. <laughs> That's all I learned. So <laughs> I um, really true. <laughs> and, and we're not even talking about just math class, just across all of your schooling. I've never learned a thing except for rounding. Well, you were studying direct-to-video movies like oh, The Tax Man. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Which I just rewatched. The Tax Man did not hold up too well. It's a, it drags a lot. Um, I know there's some there's some shooting, like, yeah, shooting, yeah. But it, it was just okay. So. <laughs> so looking back, it's kind of funny to think that that kicked off this, you know, the yeah. – the website, the podcast, and everything, it really, you could, as you mentioned on the podcast before, you, you trace it back to the tax man. I do trace it back, all the way back to the tax man. And because that had the silver cool cover, I have the boring Canadian uh, tape cover now. And it's like, eh, it's all right. It's like, it's a more of a drama with like little spots of action here and there. So if we come across the silver tape version, would you buy that and upgrade it? Yeah, I'll switch it. Or do not care. No, I'd switch it just for the tape because it's kind of cool. Like, whoa, there's Joey Pants or that's his nickname. Or, and uh, like, whoa, there's Elizabeth Berkeley. It's like silver. <laughs> and speaking of whoa and Joey Pants, uh-huh. I, you know, last night I just watched The Matrix for the first time ever. So oh. anyone listening to this should know I'd never seen The Matrix before. It's before 20 years behind. You just made it. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, obviously – it's a great movie, but how I just – it passed me by because I, I don't know what I thought. If I thought anything, I thought, oh, it's another sci-fi movie. I'm not that into sci-fi, so I just didn't never watched it. But obviously there's a lot more to it than that. If I'm not mistaken, Keanu does go, whoa. Oh, he definitely does. And the first <laughs> – his very first line in the movie, like the first thing he says uh-huh. is, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing Keanu I says. So, you, you know. <laughs> I am the Matrix. I win. I'm uh, looking up two different Keanu movies, but yes, and, um, and also I noticed, you know, because I was fast forward to the end of the credits just to see the songs, and that Rob Zombie song that he dances to in The Watcher is uh, in this movie too. I oh, think. that's hilarious! What's it? Uh, it's not. It's a Living Dead Girl. No, it's the. Uh, no, it's called Dragula. Oh, Dragula! Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. He must love that Rob Zombie. Whoa! Be- because I they go to this club Zombie. and they're playing that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And they're playing that song. It's like, wait a minute, is that the song he danced to in The Watcher? This, that's crazy. <laughs> he he loves it. He loves that song. He's probably on his uh, iPod or his iPad or maybe his Zune. Maybe Keanu has a Zune. Well, they, they have lots of things. Uh, well, plus, you get to see a lot of great Hugo weaving foo. <laughs> that's the best kind of foo that there is, Hugo weaving foo. So, um, I, it, it's, I, We talked about this on the Exploring Helicopter podcast, but... We talk about the UK, you know, they kind of butcher movies. Yeah. Well, they don't like headbutts in the UK, so they cut out some of the headbutts in the Matrix. So, so if you take a look at that online, it's really funny. <laughs> well, especially because you know, it's not like the fight scenes are like supposed to be even really realistic. It's no. you know, it's they're bending. You know, we're living in the Matrix, which I always suspected. By the way, even before I saw this movie, I thought <laughs> this reality probably is some sort of simulation. Oh yeah, and so we were living in the Matrix it. while watching the Matrix. We're in the Matrix. Wow, wow, wow that's pretty meta. <laughs> but what about the Animatrix? I don't live in that one. At the end of the movie, after the songs and everything, it uh, has the website, which is www.whatisthematrix.com. So. 
I hope that's still up. Just like Neo and find out. Maybe that's still up because you know the Space Jam website from GeoCities is still up. I know. I was just talking about that with Anthony, where it's like that's probably the longest surviving GeoCities website. (laughs) It is the best one. You click on like, hey, look, there's the soundtrack. Hey, you want to see Bugs Bunny? Who are the monsters? Well, obviously they put a lot of time and care into that GeoCity site, so they, you know, why should they take it down now? Don't. Now that Space Jam 2 is coming. Space Jam 2 is coming, right? LeBron James. There's a poster or maybe a fan-made poster that says LeBron James, Bugs Bunny, Space Jam 2. Or they could do like a Wesley and Woody kind of thing where it just says James and Bunny. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Bunny, not bugs, not LeBron and bugs. Well, they go by their last. Oh, actually, no. Wesley and Woody's the first name, but uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, I get it. So wait, what were we saying? We we're talking about um rooftops. Ro- no, no, we didn't talk about uh, rooftops. Yeah. There's more you want to say about the Matrix, but I, I, most people don't oh. want to hear us talk about the Matrix. Probably it's just new to me. It's not new to anyone else in civilization. Well. I'm just saying that in the UK, in the Matrix, or in the UK, when the Matrix is rated, they cut out some of the headbutts. So if you look, you can look that up online. So when, Ma- when Matrix, when <laughs> Keanu went through a headbutt, the UK, Matrix run away. Yeah. <laughs> when Neo does yeah. like a headbutt to Hugo Weaving, they kind of cut away really quickly. So he's like, his head moves, but not really. So it's really <laughs> kind of funny. And also, speaking of censoring that, you know, I think we mentioned before. Um, the movie Clean Flicks. Yes. You know, which is about that video store that just edited their own yeah, movies. Yeah, I love that documentary. If you, yeah, if you watch that documentary, I believe one of the examples they show for their own editing was The Matrix. So they cut oh, out okay. other parts of The Matrix. Of course they did. <laughs> but okay, we can, talk, we can stop talking about The Matrix because we have a new movie to talk about, which is Rooftops. And it just occurred to me where, in what other podcast will you get the, from the Matrix to rooftops, you're not going to get that anywhere else. No, Jason, Jason Gedrick. Well, what's great about rooftops is when you watch certain movies from that company with the IVE tape. Yeah, IVE it, home video, yes. It says other movies. I, I think Deadly Companion is a good example of Anthony Perkins because it's, hi, I'm Jason Gedrick. This is my movie, Rooftops. It's like <laughs> maybe you saw that. On I love when they do their specially made promos. Yeah, it's cool. And you know what? He's like, I'm proud of Rooftops, and he should be, because it's a really good movie. Well, it is. I mean, because it's directed by Robert Wise, the famous director who, you know, made Sound of Music. Stories. Uh, I think he did Sound of Music and West Side Story and um, Star Trek. Um, wow. I think Haunting. All these famous movies. But he directed this movie, Rooftops, in 1989, which, you know, is sort of like a – how do you describe it? It's like an urban decay type of movie with this kid spray painting all over the place and, um, you know, urban sort of fashions. But the thing I wanted to mention was, uh, you know, everyone always says that only the strong is the only capoeira movie. That yes. I, That is not true. Rooftops has capoeira in it prominently. A lot of capoeira. Oh, and yeah. at the end, it credits the capoeiristes, which I oh, guess is. Oh, I, I saw that in the credits. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, only the strong is not the only capoeira movie. Well, I also want to mention about rooftops. Oh, great! No, I've just lost my train of thought. But uh, so that it's you know you were on the edge of your seat and it was very suspenseful. Yes. It, oh, yes. Well, to talk about. Oh, okay. I got. It, I got. It. I remember my point. I think of it as like an R-rated version of Body Rock. Right. Yes. <laughs> no, that's fair. No, that's very fair because it takes yeah, place. I'm not making fun of it. 
No, no. I, it's a good comparison because there's dancing and a lot of like sort of gritty New York City locations. Yeah, so I definitely worth watching. I would definitely recommend uh, seeing that rooftops. Yeah, so I found out the archives. Yeah, and a really good find because I don't think it's available. Like you said, it's not on DVD or Blu-ray yet. I don't think so. So that's but awesome. It be. I'm guessing it's because of the music. There's, yeah. There's issues because there's tons of music in it, and they probably just had some problems. That always happens with these like DVD sets and all that stuff. Like we can't clear the music rights. Don't release it. <laughs> I'm sure they say it in that panic tone of voice too. I mean, if you know, I can't speak, but um, if I stop singing on the podcast, you know, that'd be bad too. I mean, oh, the music can't be clear. We can't clear the music of me singing. <laughs> That's right. We would lose all of our uh, listeners. It's well. <laughs> I, there's no rooftop song. There's a body rock song. There is a rooftop. No, that you are incorrect, sir. There is a rooftop song. What they sing in it? I, no, I just saw it last week. But I forgot already. At the end credits or the very because the the last song is it's like on the rooftops. It's like oh, that's song. right. Yeah, it's very yeah. jaunty, right? Yeah, it's at the rooftops of New York City. Oh, that's right. Great song, rooftops of New York City, and then there's let your body rock, body rock. <laughs> exactly, someone can do a mega mix of both. Ooh, nice. And you don't stop, don't stop, break. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the right, other so place. that uh, said, yes. Unless there's something more you want to say about rooftops, I have a lot of things to say. <laughs> we can move on to today's topic, which are black movies. Well, but... no, we we can't go that yet. We have the cliche of the day, sir. Oh right. Oh well, that's true. Um, it's the cliche of the day. You know. <laughs> it's a cliche. It's a maximum breakout. I think yeah. I say that every time. So, what's so, the cliche of the day, Brett? Yeah, well, I was just going to say, die. What's the cliche of the day? <laughs> um, we should probably iron that out a bit yeah. better. But, um, yeah, it's part uh, of live radio. It is. Um, but, yes, yeah, so, uh, today's cliche is when the baddies think they know where the good guy is and so they start shooting at nothing as we call it shooting at nothing basically they think he's in his house or they just maybe don't like his house so they just a bunch of goons break out their machine guns or shotguns whatever they have and they start shooting at his house meanwhile they don't see the person they're shooting at or even specifically know where he is they just start shooting his house or his car or a warehouse there's so they're they're shooting at nothing shooting at nothing and sometimes they seem like hey there he is and they just keep shooting you know after he's long gone Right. <laughs> like, it's like in the shooting. Simpsons where all those bullies are punching Bart and Bart just kind of escapes and runs away, yeah. but they're still punching. <laughs> that was a good one. Was that the one where he, um, I don't remember the episode, but he has like that protective gear for like his bike. It, I don't remember. But oh, no. oh no, he has like that belt. He's like, he's turning yeah, left and then Bart turns right. Right, it's like he's heading left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but so it's kind of like that it's like you'd think the bad guys would save their ammo for when they actually can see their target no (laughs) they love wasting it and they even say stop shooting stop shooting (laughs) like they're out of bullets yeah right well exactly or maybe yeah i mean they're shooting at a house and then you see sometimes in slow motion you know the windows being shot out the siding (laughs) being blown up and just because it's fun to watch and maybe the baddies just do it because it's fun Here's a chance that, well, here's a great example of it being fun. Predator. We need to shoot the forest. <laughs> right. It's kind of like that. Um, you know, 
it's like it, that movie said deforestation back several years because they're just shooting trees <laughs> for like five minutes. Eh, that's all right. It's Schwarzenegger and Weathers. They were taking care of the uh, taking care of environmental uh, oh, yeah, issues way part. before. <laughs> take, take that, you stupid trees. <laughs> yeah. It's like, there might be some endangered species in here. Nah. Uh, we'll just keep shooting. So that's a cliche today. I think that's a funny one, actually. Because um, <laughs> you always see that in movies. Because so. <laughs> I would always see that and wonder, why are they doing this? You know, they, <laughs> I mean, they're just shooting and they're shooting the guy's house and... Well, that, you always yeah. mention that we don't watch these Marvel movies, but, you know, no. Tony Stark's house gets blown up in every movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> yes. Basically, from you, I know that they blow up Iron Man's house in every movie. It's like, again? He just <laughs> bought this house. He just put a down payment on it. You're going to blow it up? <laughs> just, yeah, he must have some serious someone, insurance woes. Blow up the Hulk's house. Does he live in a house? I don't know. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, it's probably like Shaquille O'Neal's house, you know, with like high ceilings and yeah, because <laughs> that's to fit the Hulk, you know. I think he's very—he doesn't make much money as a scientist, right? So he lives in a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> that's what. So did Tony Robbins? That's what he would say, you know. Like he's a giant too, coincidentally. Yeah. You know. Did we say he was an action star, Robbins? It's like. Did we? Well, well if, if we didn't, we should. Robbins. It's like, <laughs> He could definitely punch people, and the, the guy would go flying because the guy's so big. The guy's so big. Think he's a giant. Yeah, he's like uh, eight foot two or something. Yeah, so something like that. <laughs> um, but we can get to the topic at hand because we have a lot of movies to talk about today. Yes. So, well, there were a lot of black movies, and it may, not the type of black movies you might be thinking of. Yeah, not like Dead Homies or Colors with a Z of Rage or Gang Tapes, the direct-to-video gang movies. Black movies and homies. Right. <laughs> homie movies, as homie they're movies. sometimes known. These, they're, these they're are known. just movies that start with the word black. Yes. So we have a lot of them. We have 18. So I'm just I'm going to roll down the list. I'm not going to forget them this time, like the last okay. episode. <laughs> and then we'll just do the usual. We'll run them down, talk about them, goof around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sounds great. <laughs> Here we go. We got Black Belt. Black Belt 2, Fatal Force, Black Belt Jones, Black Cobra, Black Cobra 2, Black Cobra, I can't speak, Black Cobra 3, The Manila Connection, Black Dawn, Black Eagle, Black Fire, Black Force, <laughs> Black Gun, Black Ice, Black Jack, Black Listed, Black Mask 2, City of Masks, The Black Ninja, oh, nice, Blackout from 1996, and Black Valor from 1973. Okay, well, might as well get started because there's a lot to cover here. I mean, some yeah. we're going to talk about probably longer than others, yeah. but... Uh, well, we could start with Black Belt. You know, Donald the Dragon Wilson. Yeah, a Roger Corman production. Yes, uh, yes you can definitely see it. Because <laughs> there's that classic line in the movie. Uh, you know, he kicks them, like... And, it's like the vasectomy is free. <laughs> oh, boy. I know. Um, but Matthias Hughes is the villain. So you, you remember that. Right? Well, yeah. And if there's a fight between Don and Matthias. Yes. And it was a good movie. De- definitely a solid Roger Corman joint. <laughs> so, uh, and they're talking about spikily joints or something. Um, well, I mean, as far as those type of 
movies go, I think it might be one of the better ones. You know, it's not oh. one of those Blood Fist 2020 type things. It's actually <laughs> more of an entertain, you know, more of an entertaining movie. It's definitely entertaining. It has what you want. And, you know, Hughes is the great as the villain as John Sweet. <laughs> I forget that was his name. Forgot that was his name until I just read it. Let's now, see, when so... we, uh, talking about Black Belt 2 Fatal Force, that's Brad you... Spider. Yeah, do you want to go right but, to that? Or uh, Black no, Belt no, 1? My question is, does Don play Brad Spider or does he play no, someone he else? he plays uh, Jack Dylan. <laughs> so the Brad Spider character only came into being with Black Belt 2. Black Belt 2, yeah, Fatal Force. I see the, that. No, yeah. go ahead. Well, I just guess, wasn't there some sort of re-editing that went on? Like, there was a movie just oh, called yeah. Spider. It's just called Spider. It yeah, exactly right, exactly right. So, it was a movie called Spider. They smushed it up into this Black Belt 2 Fatal Force, because Blake Bonner plays Brad Spider. It's not very well done, not very well edited, if you, if you remember. Remember, there was, like, a fight, like, on a rooftop, rooftops. <laughs> um, <laughs> it doesn't have Jason Gedrick, I'm not interested. As usual, like, he, he, he rocked an Iron Eagle. Uh, Gedrick should do action movies. He's old enough now. So. That's true. Like a old and grizzled Gedrick. Yeah, grizzled Gedrick. Perfect. <laughs> he has like a gray beard. Maybe <laughs> Lou Gossett Jr. can come back. It won't be another Iron Eagle. Iron Eagle 5, it would be. <laughs> no, it would have to be something grittier, more like rooftops, actually. That would be great. But back to... Black- How about that? Rooftops too. I think I would get behind that. Sure, it's like <laughs> he still jump through the rooftops because he he's getting a little older. But he might just fall through the holes like the other people do now. <laughs> yeah, maybe he could like have traps or something. Yeah. <laughs> he fall through and, the trap this time. He can like um, mentor a new rooftop kid. Right. Yes, that's what it would be. Yeah, rooftops too. Rooftopier, I guess. <laughs> Needs a little work, but roof uh, in the top or something. Like, rooftop uh, to roof in, I don't know. We'll think of something. The sky's the limit. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Uh, that, that's. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't use that for one of the Iron Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Rooftop. To, rooftop too. The sky's the limit. Gedrick is back. But we can go back. I know it seems like you don't want to talk about Black Belt Two: Fatal Force. <laughs> well, I, I, it's not that I don't want to. It's just I just gave you everything I kind of know. It's that it well, was sort of one of those re-edited things. The best parts are really the cover, the tagline. So the, the tagline for Black Belt 2, Fatal Force, great title. Crime has a new enemy, justice has a new name. <laughs> Presumably and, they're talking about Brad Spider. Talking about Brad Spider. He, like, he has his, his shirtless. I'm looking at the picture. Says Blake Bonner, WKF World Kickboxing Champion. So, uh, well, I, I bought yeah. it a long time ago. I think it came. I I know we talked about this before in the last episode. The tape purge, very controversial. But yeah. uh, it came from a place called Glow Inc. J and W Video Bottle Shop. So that's kind of interesting. That is because, I, as you say yeah. in the review, this we're not entirely sure that this is even a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well that's true because it does kind of seem like they just maybe didn't finish it or just rush released it or something like yeah, that it definitely you could definitely feel like sometimes you can cover up the cracks in the roger corman joint like that i said joint again roger corman mm-hmm. movie but this one he, he it definitely faltered but it says in the review that blake bonner yells all his lines 
and resembles Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> right. Okay, that that definitely rings a bell. Point Doom himself, Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> yes. Well, people should watch Point Doom. Yeah, it's got all your great. Is that all your favorites? Richard Grieco, Andrew Dice Clay, Ice T, Angie Everhart, and of course, introducing <laughs> Sebastian Bach. Right. <laughs> Introducing Sebastian Bach. That's the only credit you need to know. Yep. The you've gone wild for that tape. <laughs> oh, dear. I know, All right, let's I move know. on to the next one. Slave to the grind. Okay, so the next movie. Sorry. I... Okay, we have Black Belt Jones. Well, that's a classic. That's just a oh, yeah. classic movie. We can't go wrong with Jim Kelly and Mel Novak. It's great. What can you say? We all love Mel Novak. Mel Novak. Novak. He's in a lot of these wacky movies. So I gotta look into uh, Mel Novak a little bit more. Um, you I, I, I have. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, everyone should see it. Everyone who's listening to this probably has seen it. Yeah. It's like a. It's a great example of like a drive-in type of martial arts movie, you know, that was back during the Bruce Lee, everybody was Kung Fu fighting years, you know, when that was sort of a big thing. Oh, well, I can't go wrong with that. And it delivers the good. I remember there's like a fight, like a car wash. Yeah. That was a standout scene to me too. There's bubbles everywhere. Yeah. It's fun. I have a copy on a VHS. I'll have to rewatch it. It's in my rewatch pile. Yeah. From what I remember, it's a lot of fun. Good movie. Definitely recommend it if you haven't seen it. Our next movie because we'll there's so many movies, we're going to run them through a little bit quick today. Black Cobra 1. Now, what's Fred funny Williamson. in our review, Fred Williamson, yeah. no, go ahead. No, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Fred Williamson, what's funny about the our review on this one, it says plot, see Cobra, 1986. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the Italian producers that made it looked at Cobra and they said, okay, why don't we just do the same thing? Because instead of Stallone, we'll get Fred Williamson. And it's hilariously similar. I mean, there's a part where he's in the hospital, Fred Williamson, and he's like hiding on a like a gurney. Or <laughs> <laughs> and that didn't really happen in Cobra, but there were similar aspects. So, but uh, it's hard to recreate the magic of Cobra. You know, it, Fred Williamson doesn't do those crime statistics at the beginning, which would have been awesome if he did. But you know, every ten seconds, someone gets okay. shot. That sort of thing. <laughs> I love that. Every ten seconds, somebody, that's that's Dolph. <laughs> Every ten seconds, somebody gets shot. <laughs> and then, I mean, okay, you got your impression and your song, and uh, I got a song. This, what song? Um, body rock. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot already. Let your body rock, body rock. <laughs> and there's the other great song, and it's a vanishing point. Well, it's gonna fade point. away. Yeah, Baxter Robinson, vanishing point. Great song. Not many people named Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, I don't think I can name another one. I mean, was that a character in the Ninja Turtles? So yes, like, it was. Baxter Stockman, I believe. Right, Baxter Stockman, but he's a animated cartoon action figure. <laughs> he's, a, right. he's, he's no, you know, Baxter Robertson. Robinson no, or Robertson? Yeah. I think okay, it's so, Robertson. Robertson, okay. And was that other great song in Body Rock? We could talk about Body Rock all day. A Sharpshooter? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Laura Branigan. Yeah, Branigan. The only okay. reason why I know that so quickly is because I recently listened to the soundtrack, which I own on vinyl, and That's I was awesome. listening I to it. forgot you yeah. own on vinyl. Nice. Yeah, I do. And I was yeah, just listening to it not that long ago, so that's why I know. And that's why I mentioned that song, Teamwork, which is another great song. <laughs> uh, teamwork, yeah, teamwork, yeah. It's so uh, catchy and fun. 
And you have the Savage Streets soundtrack on LP. Yes, I do. I'm definitely jealous of that one. I know. I'm, I'm very happy to have that. It's it's a great uh, piece in my collection. I mean, those songs are great, too. No more innocent hearts. <laughs> yeah, John, John Farnham. <laughs> I I love that song. Any John Farnham song is great. And Justice oh, for right. One. Yeah, that's the other one. And then there's the song from Rad. We mentioned Rad on the last episode. I, will, I already sang those. So go back to the other episode. <laughs> okay. and I'll... I'll... <laughs> I'm saying Body Rock twice, but for Farnham, if you want Farnham, you have to go back to the other episode. Maybe I'll sneak it in. If, uh, if... <laughs> um, oh, I just remembered something from the last episode. Um, we were talking about the Alice Cooper song. We couldn't think of the, the uh, Jason movie it was from. It was from Jason Lives. Right. I think, wasn't that my guess? Oh, it was your guess? Okay. I think, yeah, it was your guess, but I was just trying to confirm it, and but we were okay. talking it up on the podcast we i couldn't do it that quick all right so we have black cobra 2 next um huh <laughs> <laughs> well you can't draw a blank on this i well, mean i believe all three were directed by stelvio massey is that correct you're absolutely no well directed by is it eduardo margariti on the second one. Oh, that one's by margariti okay the first yeah. one i think maybe the third one or stelvio massey which is funny because on the tape which is a small box trans world Mm. They said it's directed by Stell Mass. <laughs> I gotta look that so, again. I gotta look that up again. I have the tape. So, so I guess my question is if if the name Stelvio Massey is so offensive to people and they wanted to anglicize it as they sometimes do, instead of giving him a whole separate name, they went from Stelvio Massey to uh, Stell Mass, as if well, that's also, a very realistic sounding name. Well, it's like Dick Moss. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. What's his real name? Lift and Amsterdam. Amsterdam, Amsterdam. <laughs> oh, no. Really <laughs> great. Song. I can't help but laugh. I'm singing that. Uh, okay, so Black Cobra 2. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. I mentioned the um, thing with Mass, so if you want to move on to Black Cobra 3, oh, you can. Oh, sure. So we just skip right over. Uh, unless you, uh, unless there's something you're dying to say about it. No, just uh, nothing much to say about B Cobra 2. Um, <laughs> That's what people call it. B Cobra. Uh, <laughs> I guess, oh, Fred wears a Cubs baseball jacket. Um, it just, it, it says that this reminds us of the legendary Chuck Connors who always wore his Brooklyn Dodgers jacket. Which is funny because I was going to just say that just now, but uh, I'm glad and I did. What's funny because I'm looking at this review and it says, if the two men, wouldn't it be awesome if two men start together in a battle of the jackets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Battle of the Tough Guys. Battle of the Tough Guys, but they were in a movie together, uh, Three Days to a Kill, or Three Days to Kill. Remember Chuck Connors right. and uh, Fred? That's true, but there was no Battle of the Jackets. Ah, oh, I know. And Fred does say, we've got company. <laughs> of course he does, because why wouldn't he? But, you know, you know, like in, I think, Tough and Deadly, where Billy Blanks and Roddy get into that argument, like, I want to listen to rap. Oh, I want to listen yeah. to country. <laughs> it could be like that. It'd be like, the Cubs yeah. are better. The Doctors are better. <laughs> better. That sort of thing. I would love to see that. That's a, great, that's a really funny comedic bit. So. <laughs> well, it was never to we be. Clo- we were close, though, because they were in a movie we together. Close. I can't get any closer. For B Cobra 3, the Manila Connection, uh, Black Cobra is back. Let's see here. Um, hmm. There's not much really to say. It's like half jungle slog, half not. Um, 
Let's see here. Did that Stell Mass also? Mm, that's Margarita again. Oh, it's Margarita. So I guess Stelvio Massey only did the first one. Only did the first one, yeah. Oh, okay. So Margariti uh, did the other two. That's interesting. Margariti is awesome because he does those great miniatures. Yes, he's very good at miniatures. And, <laughs> did he direct Indio and Indio 2? Or is that someone else? I think he did, yeah. And you just um, recently watched those? I just rewatched those just a couple days ago. Indio 2 drags a lot. Indio 1 is good. So uh, marvelous Marvin Hagler. Yeah, Hagler. It was, uh, you know. Hagler know, is like talking to Denny He, and he has that kind of flat <laughs> affect voice that Hagler has. It's like, it's funny. Like, I'm going to get into you. And, it's like, <laughs> and then he's like, ah, you got to get Indio or what's his name? I forget. But his name's not Indio. <laughs> uh, well, Francesco. Francesco Neo, his name is Neo, not the Matrix. <laughs> Did I call him the Matrix before? <laughs> well, actually, his name is like Joe Anderson or something like that. Right. The Neo is like his hacker name, but everyone just calls him Neo. <laughs> well, we finished the, the B Cobra movies. We'll go right to... Uh, Black Dawn. This is Steven Seagal. No, I haven't seen Black Dawn, so you're on your own here. Okay, so from what I remember, he plays Jonathan Cold again. Oh, like okay. Foreigner. This is another Jonathan Cold. Okay. Yeah. And you could clearly see his stunt double in numerous scenes. <laughs> it's not very good. Um, shot in Romania. Um, I said the plot. The plot. I put the plot in quotes. Is about Russian gangsters in Romania who have a. Uh, Having like an evil device to blow up the world. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Seagal has to stop him. That's it. So um, that's about it. So we'll go right to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was quick. What was that, 15 seconds? Um, all right, so we'll if go to Black Dawn. They can watch Black Dawn. Fine. If people like Black Dawn, you know, you can message me too. I mean, it's not, it's <laughs> not a very good movie. I mean, it's not as bad as Kill Switch. So. Oh, well, nothing is. But... I mean, maybe – how did I see Black Dawn? Oh, I rented it back in the old video store days. If I saw it for like a dollar, maybe I'll get it, like at a flea market or something. That's or the highest dollar I'll give it. I'm sorry, what? Oh, sorry, like one of those collections, like five Steven Seagal movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if it was on that set, sure. So. <laughs> you know, it could be there with Attack Force and other uh, – I think I have that one. Fury or okay, I don't Flight know. Flight of Fury, yeah, Flight of <laughs> yeah. Fury, Attack Force, Black Dawn, Submerged. You know, if you want to listen to this, all these great Seagal movies, well, we don't really mention those in the uh, Seagal free for all episode, so I'm mentioning them now. <laughs> I'm referencing well, their great if titles. If you keep listening to the podcast, you'll eventually hear all this stuff. So you know, it's all connected. Yeah, we try to have continuity. So our next movie can maybe talk a little bit longer, maybe <laughs> Black Eagle. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Shogasugi. Yes. Well, I mean, it, it's now out on Blu-ray from MVD. You're not going to buy that, right? I, I'm not planning on it because I don't remember liking it that much. I think it was pretty weak. I mean, our review would give it one and a half stars, or as I say, one and a half bits. So, <laughs> well, I think uh, the reason for that was um, uh, kind of a general lack of action, right? Yes, was, it was It was. A action movie, as we've talked about. Yes, we call it action. It's just it's a great idea. Shogasugi versus Jean Claude Van Damme. I don't play. I don't punk. Oh wait, I don't pay. I don't punk. So yeah, yeah I always say play. Accurate. That is what he says in yeah. uh, Death Warren. I don't pay. I don't punk, Bison. But 
All right, so we're not being <laughs> the bison stays, but the pay yeah. is play that, that, <laughs> yeah, that gets fixed. The bison, you know. <laughs> bison has to stay. I'm sorry. And then he flexes after that. Probably, and he does right? flex in the in the jail against the Sandman. So this, you mix up every single Van Damme movie in one sentence. <laughs> Especially because when he says that line, he's not talking to the Sandman. No, um, he's talking to some he, like you know, talking to uh, he's talking to some ruffian you know in jail. Well, he's talking to his new cellmate. You know? His new cellmate. It's very similar to Hard Justice, a movie you already saw recently. <laughs> I, I watched it recently, and I, I think I should probably say this, and maybe we'll talk more in detail about Hard Justice someday because. Okay. That opening sequence, if it's it might be the ultimate comeuppance reviews opening sequence. Like I won't call it the ultimate comeuppance movie, but the ultimate like opening. Like if you want to see like our podcast and website like in movie form, yeah. you should probably watch like the first twenty minutes of Hard Justice because it's just just complete just action insanity you know awesome. david bradley is in an abandoned warehouse and there's all these blow-ups and shootings and stunts and it's like it's talking about opening a movie with a bang i mean and, um, I, when i first saw that I was like whoa this is the best movie i've ever seen it's like there's so many <laughs> awesome explosions i still said that today when i watched it <laughs> i always will say it today when i watched it last year terrible sentencing but, like, but when I watched it last year. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? No, never mind. But no, but yeah, obviously the movie, you know, it can't keep up that insane pace. No. But there are other great action scenes in it. And overall, it's a great example of a 90s action movie. But oh. that opening sequence is really one of the best ever. And has that great killer tagline Go in undercover, come out underground. Right, because you you know the listeners might be surprised to hear this, but David Bradley has to go undercover in a prison. Yeah. Um, <laughs> happen to someone and um, comes up against some prison corruption. Well, classic uh, prison corruption, kind of like Thirteen Dead Men. Not a lot of prison oh, corruption. Yes, I'm uh, sure did. We, we can. I see you don't want to talk about Black Eagle too much. We'll just. Um, <laughs> well, we're talking about this. We're talking about Hard Justice instead. Yeah. Um, uh, well, we said it that. There's not just one, but two anticlimactic, very brief fights between Show and uh, Jean Claude. So um, that's about it. I guess Van Damme's pants are hiked up to the max, and that's kind of funny. So not a total loss. No, of course not. Well, there's also the great the Max restaurant from Saved by the Bell. So, Is that in the movie? No, I just made that up. Well, I made it up at the Max restaurant, you know. I wish it was in Black Eagle. The, the was a connection there. You, well, I, I just I was reading the sentence. It hiked up to the max. So it made me oh, think oh, of uh, oh, oh. Saved by the Bell and the great restaurant, the max. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> such, a great, such a great restaurant. <laughs> That's where all the cool kids hang out, obviously. Well, they put their chair backwards. They play a fake arcade game. You know, it's great. I think Mr. Do, well, I, is Mr. Do a real game? I should probably look into that because I've seen it in other like TV shows and movies. Like maybe it's just like the, the you know, nondescript arcade game they use Mr. if they have to. Do? Like D-E-W, like Mountain? No, no, it's Mr. D-O exclamation point. Mr. Do, oh, okay. That, that, I've seen that around, but maybe it's real, maybe it's not. We'll have to look into that one. Uh, okay, so Black Eagle, it was meh. So, okay. <laughs> it, it didn't live up to the stars involved. Like, it did, no. you know, it's early Van Damme, sure, but it had also had show. So, I mean, there should have been more like of an explosive. Um, yeah, it would have been a you cool know, team up. Not, 
instead of them being hero and villain, they should have been they should have teamed up and busted some heads. I couldn't agree more. Now we're on to a pretty good one. We have Blackfire, Teddy Page, Romano Kristoff. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, Rom Kristoff. Is that the Rombo movie? It's a Rombo. It's total Rombo. Yeah. <laughs> Rombo. So <laughs> it's kind of like Rombo. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. Well, I... <laughs> yes. <Fair> well, <laughs> exactly. So this, you know, it's what can we say? Is it's a Teddy Page shot in Philippines and instead yep. of getting Stallone, much like Black Cobra, um, they couldn't. Probably get Stallone, so instead they got Romano Kristoff, hence the name Rambo. Yeah, Rambo. And there's Rambu, right? That was, uh, what's his name? Our, our buddy, the terrorist that strikes like, the strikes like lightning. lightning. Oh, Peter O'Brien. Peter O'Brien, thank you, yes. Yeah, well, that's great, too. It, um, uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, so it's a Philippine, but remember we, that movie we watched twice by accident? Was that Blackfire or was that something else? Well, because that's another one where they took the footage from Blackfire. Oh, that's right. The title escaped me. It was like Lethal Ninja Force. Killing Machine. They took footage from a, a couple different Romano Kristoff movies and they ah. they kind of edited them together. So Blackfire, there's some bits of Blackfire in something called Lethal Killing Machine, which we've watched and um, we didn't know we watched, but we watched it again. I, but I had that weird feeling. Remember, I had this weird feeling. This looks familiar. Like, what did this it, look? Yeah. Well, not only did it seem familiar because we'd seen it before, but it seemed doubly familiar because we'd seen the movies that it was taken from, like Blackfire yes. and that other one. Major deja vu. Yes, it was. And, and But they did put that great soundtrack on where they. Now that you say that, I got to look that up again because I love that theme. <clears throat> So we have our next movie. Let's want to keep talking about Blackfire. Uh, well, your your last comment kind of dropped out. So if you want to put a capper on that, go ahead. Oh, I dropped out. Okay. So Blackfire, fun Romano Kristoff movie. Um, that's about it. Okay, <laughs> we can talk next. about the next movie. We have Black Force, 1975. Warhawk, okay, Tanzania. Heard. Oh, okay. They had Warhawk, Tanzania? Yeah. Warhawk <laughs> himself. I'm having a little trouble uh, recalling this, even though I am a big Warhawk Tanzania fan. Um, Let me try to, Okay, I'm looking at this too. Because it's not obviously Gang Wars, a.k.a. Devil's Express. This is another Warhawk movie. Yeah. Um, well, I, it's like a, uh, a gangster named Z wants a precious statue, but there's a black force out to get him. It includes Eric, <laughs> Billy, Jason. What, what, yeah. what, I'm sorry, what is racist? As it usually is. As it usually is. <laughs> black force out to get him. <laughs> it's been a black force out to get me for years. It's, yeah. <laughs> you just want to live with it. We're trying. We live with it every day. Uh, okay, yeah. So there's Eric, Billy, Jason, uh, and then, of course, Warhawk Tanzania as Adam. Now, according mm. to the this review, with his original name. Why would you take an awesome name like Warwick Tanzania and change it to Adam? It should be the other way around. That's so funny you just said that because that's exactly what the next <laughs> sentence says in the review. You really, you really yeah, just said the exact. Not, I'm like clockwork. I, I only think like five thoughts and I just shuffle them around, you know. Okay. <laughs> so that I 
trying to remember it says travel back in time to the freewheeling 70s as you boogie on down to funky town in this unconstrained uncontrived yet unintelligible outing so okay well that sounds good i should rewatch yeah. it yeah it was fun i don't know how we watched that maybe i don't even remember how we watched that maybe it was youtube i think it was youtube oh, okay well hopefully it's still there um i'll have to look it up later Everyone should go out and buy the Blu-ray of Gang Wars, a.k.a. Devil's Express. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. We have uh, Black Gun, G-U-N-N, 1970. Oh, yeah, a great movie with Jim Brown. Right? Yes. Well, we gave it two and a half bits, but I think because there were some pacing problems. But I think we liked it. Well, it's another uh, classic 70s black exploitation movie, not too different from Black Belt Jones. It's in that same school. Well, it says Tom, possibly Tim, not really sure, Gun. Wait, Tim Gun. Isn't that a guy who, like, yells at <laughs> when they dresses? <laughs> yeah, not very intimidating. Okay, make that dress right away. Yes, like, sir. <laughs> I mean, if Jim Brown, like, was holding that gun to my face, that would be a little bit different. Yeah, but Tim Gun is not too intimidating. <laughs> intimidating, <laughs> like, no. Intimidating, that's good. <laughs> It's like, fix this cross stitch now. <laughs> but I don't think yeah, so. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so Tom Gunn is the coolest, <laughs> smoothest club owner in town. His club is called the Gun Club. Oh, that's cool, yeah. That's cool. And then he, uh, let's see, his brother is named Scotty Gunn. And... Scotty Gunn joins a Black Panther-style uh, organization called BAG, BAG, or the Black Action Group. It seems like BAG has stolen some payoff books from the mob. No, from it's always Martin. about the books. Yeah, from no, Martin Landau. You don't mess with Martin Landau. No, you really don't. <laughs> hey, Especially he when there was that, that other movie. Um, <laughs> the, is it Driven to Kill, or what's that one he's in? It's like a later direct-to-video movie. Um, uh, or am I thinking of Tane Bodkin? I just, <laughs> well, there's at gunpoint. There's real bullets. Now, a movie you have not seen. seen yet. Is that but what they, you're thinking? What's the movie they made at the same time as Real Bullets? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. He, Martin Landau was one of these. It's like a PM movie, and you had to get the cover from someone. Oh, to put- Driven to Kill. Yeah, Driven to Kill. That's what I said. Oh, Dad, Martin Landau. Oh, didn't it? I thought that Chip Mayer. Well, they can have more than one person. I just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll have to look that up. I'll look it up shortly. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, but as far as Black Gun, it's just it, it's a recommended movie if you like yeah, the seventies black exploitation style. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun. There's classic. <laughs> I can't help but laugh. There's the classic evil whiteies. <laughs> well, I mean that's standard for that sort of thing. Yeah, they were evil. You know, they were evil back in the 70s. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was a recommended movie. I'll, I'm, uh, yeah, it was good. Very enjoyable. Can't go wrong no, with some uh, Jim no. Brown. No, definitely not. You watched Crack House, right? I've never seen Crack House. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Richard Roundtree, right? Richard Roundtree and uh, Jim Brown. Kind of minimal Jim Brown, but what you get is good. Well, that's kind of like that Fred Williamson movie where Jim Brown's hair is very suspect. <laughs> I think what, it might have been Down and Dirty. Or maybe it was On the Edge. It looked very, like... It looked odd. Like, it, looked, it looked like a piece of plastic or something. Yeah. 
here's one we uh that's next we haven't talked about in a while black ice michael ironside yeah and mike nori <laughs> Mike Norrie, we're, we're like friends with him now. Yeah, hey Mike. No, Mike Michael. Norrie. No one ever calls him Mike Norrie. It's kind of like Mike Paré. It's like <laughs> that's true. People don't say that. that's like the opposite of when we extend people's name, like yeah. Jonathan Bon. <laughs> I love Jonathan Bon Jovi. <laughs> yes, we all love Jonathan Bon Jovi and Cry Wolf. Let's not forget about that one. Right. I forget the underscore because. Uh, you know. Oh, that's right. The underscore because that was his screen name, right? right not right. not Jovi, someone else's. Yeah. Swink or something. <laughs> then stay alive, sir. Oh, sorry. It's easy to mix up Cry Wolf and Stay Alive because they're very similar and they came around the same time. So, <laughs> so you can understand uh, my confusion. You got Swink, you got October, you got what? What's the guy's name? Like, oh, like Pierpont or something. <laughs> I, I, you know that that's a bridge too far. Oh, Obviously, I remember Swink no, and Finn. I remember October, but I don't remember anyone else. You don't remember Phineas? He was, like, really annoying. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I do remember. That he was a classic annoying character. Like, can you, like, be better at the game, dude? It's like, can you be better? It's like... <laughs> Shut up, Phineas. Yeah. All right, so when it comes to Black Ice, hmm, I just remember... Uh... It's like a drama thriller. It's not, strictly speaking, an action movie, but it is... Uh, well, there was typical right. type of direct-to-video thrillers that were very prevalent at the time. Well, that's exactly right. Well, this is back in the day of the when the site was kind of, you know, up and going, where we kind of needed product. For the <laughs> Just like video stores themselves. Yeah, and it's like Black Ice. I found Black Ice at a time tunnel. It's now gone, Black Ice, because it's not a very good movie. But maybe so, I should have hung on gone. to it. It's gone. It's gone. I'm sorry, it's gone. But well, if you ever come across it anywhere, you could always rebuy it. Yeah, I just when it, when I was doing the tape purge, I thought Black Ice wasn't very good. You know what? Well, I'll just purge it. But, I think you would feel differently today. Oh my goodness! Well, we talked about it in the last episode. I do feel a little bit of guilt uh, getting rid of some of the tapes, not all of them, some. Well, but, I just need Black Ice. Let's just say we're Goodwill and you saw Black Ice. Wouldn't you buy it? Yeah, I'd buy it. I'd buy it. So. Sure. Uh, well, here we go. So, all right, equal parts ninety Skinamax erotic thriller. Uh, it's very Canadian. Let's see, Nori sporting some utterly ridiculous long hair. It's not particularly likable as the as Ben. Let's see. Oh, that reminds me. Um, remember in that movie he was in Overkill? <laughs> yes. Remember his great speech. This spear. <laughs> Is really, really dangerous. And if you get uh, hit by the spear, you will die from this spear. And, this okay. and then they were, you think, oh, this is going to come up later in the movie. Yeah, yeah and, like Mike uh, Mike Norris is going to uh, – was that Mike Norris? Yeah. Oh, Aaron Norris. Sorry, it was Aaron Norris. Aaron, yeah. It was going to spear him. No. <laughs> uh, I was Steve Rally any day. Yeah, give me Steve Rally <laughs> and not Aaron Norris. So close. And – was that Food for Feet? No, that was... <laughs> it was, yes. That was Food, food for, for feet? feet? I think it was Food for Feet, yeah. That's a music group, if you're saying what the <laughs> hell are you talking about. These are utterly confused right now, as we were when we first heard that. But yeah. um, there is some band called Food for Feet, and they yeah. did the music for Overkill, and I don't think we were that enthused about it. Yeah. Because well, if you break down that name for a second, <laughs> Food for Feet... 
So, so like your feet in like a cake and like your feet like eat the food. <laughs> I was thinking like you get food, but we got to take your feet. It's like your feet are gone. We're, we're sawing them off. But you get food. No, no, like no. blood for See, that's because you're such a violent person. See, I was thinking like <laughs> your feet, you know, your feet do the eating like you have little mouths. Oh, on yeah. Your feet. Okay. Yeah, okay, And anytime you want to eat anything, you have to like step in it. Yeah, yeah, it. jump, 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 jump. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's 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 better. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, food for feet. Um, what? Well, why are you talking about overkill? Overkill. Let's just move on to the next movie because oh, I don't okay. think we've talked about black ice enough for one day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> most people have. This is, this is <laughs> everyone's talking about black ice. Uh, it wasn't very good at the end. Okay, Black <laughs> Black Jack is our next movie. Dolph Lundgren. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this was the movie that was supposed to be turned into a CBS TV series at the time. Yeah. It was, it was a very Jack show. And then Fred Williams. Well, and even better. And John Woo. Well, it's directed by John Woo. Yes, it is. Um, and I think John Woo was going to be involved with the TV series, if not necessarily. I'm sure he'd direct some episodes, but it was going to be right. produced by John Woo. Wouldn't that be great? The movie itself is. I watched it, rewatched it a couple weeks ago, and it just it it does drag. It's about an hour and fifty. Yes, yeah, that's a problem. That is a problem. For a Dolph movie, it's like for an hour and fifty. I'm Black Jack, I'm Jack Devlin. So it's like, <laughs> and. Uh, it says, Jack Devlin, I'm very handy with a deck of cards. <laughs> so, well, now people don't need to watch the movie because they've just got the audio version. Well, what's funny, did I mention this in the last podcast, or I'll just say it anyway. You know, because we're in this quarantine now, <laughs> mm. I see these celebrities online are like kind of hawking products for money. And one of the person I saw was Dolph Lundgren. He was talking about some sort of face cream. He's like, I'm stuck in my house, I, but I really love this face cream. It really helps with my wrinkles. And it's like, okay, I know you need some money, Dolph. And it was funny to hear him say that. So it's like, I know it's not the Dolph we all want and enjoy, but, um, you know, they can't all be Blackjack. You know, he's got it. You know. <laughs> well, as you, said this, and we, as you said, this very exciting review. We said Blackjack is needed to be shorter and snappier and grittier. It, watered down Dolph. Yeah. No, I think that's pretty much the yeah, final that, word on that. that. Exactly. So we're going to go right to the next one, which is Black Listed. Black Space Listed. 2003. You haven't seen this one. It has Robert Townsend. As I, heavy, say, I haven't seen this. It's uh, Robert Townsend or Bob Townsend and no. Heavy Duty. <laughs> Wait, we were just talking about Bob, right? Like people who call De Niro Bob. Oh, yeah, like when you see people being interviewed and they, that have worked or maybe not even with Robert De Niro. And they're like, yeah, well, Bob's a great guy. It's like, come on, you don't have to, like, show off that much, yeah. you know. It's like, yeah, I know Bob. It's like, yeah, I hang out with Bob. I text him. It's like it's, it's like a Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I, I hang out with Sandy. It's like, yeah. <laughs> right, it's that sort of thing. It's like you, you, you don't have to, like, appear that chummy just to, like, impress people. You just, you, you don't need to do impressive. that. The star of Bullwinkle. Bob Townsend. Bob <laughs> Townsend. <laughs> yes. I'm only going to mention the bad De Niro movies. So we got uh, Avengers of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, the, the Big uh, Wedding. The Big Wedding and Dirty Grandpa. That, that, those are De Niro movies. Those are all his, his best movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Grandpa. Are you kidding me? All right, but we're talking about Bob Townsend, not Bob De Niro. So, <laughs> For now, yeah. Okay, so this is interesting. It's, it's a good idea for a movie, but... 
here's a here's the here lies the rub. <laughs> so, well, Townsend he's he's out for revenge, which is a great idea. He's like a lawyer out for revenge. Okay, great, that great idea, right? But the transfer on the DVD, I just said in this review, maybe even the tape. I would love to check the tape for this. Is literally atrocious. It it's washed out. It's fuzzy. It's not placed right. So Townsend's talking to someone, but you don't see him. You see a shot of the street. You see a shot of grass. It's like misaligned yes i remember you talking about this so it's not even that it's a bad transfer it's an incorrect transfer yeah it's very weird now i think this is york entertainment and uh, they don't put out the best product <laughs> same with maybe someday, you know maybe someday they'll do a or xenon you know. xenon yeah maybe the but, tape is go ahead yeah well, i was, was going to say if they maybe can correct it with a blu-ray someday if they can correct it, or I can try to look into the tape, I'd be willing to buy it. But right now, I can't. Uh, okay, so... Um, the next movie here? Uh, so basically, Black- you're saying it's a, good, it's a good idea, and it's probably a good movie, but you couldn't tell yeah. because the DVD is done wrong. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't tell what the heck was going on. It's like, why is he shooting someone? No, is that Heavy D? No, at the Blade of Grass. It's like, what? I can't... <laughs> <laughs> a mistake people make all the time probably <laughs> i couldn't tell what the heck was going on so I so mean, beware the dvd is basically yeah, what you tell people see that hanging around at your local you know thrift shops or your uh your savers or whatever watch out so well but if it's a tape you pick it up tape it up i'm i'm on the case about the tape for blacklisted okay so we'll, we'll keep you in suspense for that one. So what's the, what's the next one? It's our next movie. Okay, we have Black Masks 2, City of Masks. It's like Excessive okay. Force 2, a force on force. Well, I do like that. Well, it was always called Black Masks. Oh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> but that has force three times. This only has masks two times. Well, I was going to say, they should call it Black Mask 2, Mask of Masks. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> if they wanted to compete with Excessive Force 2... <laughs> I guess they could do that, but now Scott Adkins is in the first Black Mask. Right? I'm sorry, you are incorrect. He's in, he's in the one. second. He's in this one. Yeah, and Adkins, he's unrecognizable. He has like yeah. a wacky monocle or something. He has like a wacky mustache and monocle. Yeah, he has a good memory. Um, what the heck is? That's about like a wrestling superstars in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I, I had received this one. Oh, okay. I think I bought it, and then I think it went – I call it a rental. So mm-hmm. I really liked it, but it wasn't enough to keep, so I got rid of it. Went back. I got a game exchange. Maybe that was no, a mistake. Okay. If that was there for like a dollar again, a game exchange, I'll get it again. I, I, I made a mistake. <laughs> but these, you have these great yeah. uh, wrestling names and the uh, wrestling characters. You got uh, Thorn, Iguana, Claw, played by Rob Van Dam, mm-hmm. and Chameleon, played by Tracy Lords. Oh, okay. I think she. And who writes uh, Black Mask? Is it Jet Li? No, it's Andy On. Oh, Jet Andy Li on. is in Blast Mask One. Good movie. Okay, Fun so movie. I'm still in the past. So I'm thinking. <laughs> You're in the past. I'm Yes, Black Mask 1 we have not seen or reviewed for this very website, or at all. But it's a good movie. It's a good movie, Black Mask 1. Black Mask 2, 
city of masks has all these people I just mentioned. Lords and oh John Polito, Tobin Bell. So but you so, don't remember much about the movie. It's about like wrestlers. Well, I, I remember Scott Atkins with his wacky monocle. I mean, it's, well, it's like CGI, almost CGI everything. See, I don't so, like that. Maybe that's why I forgot it. I, maybe I wiped it from my memory. But it's what I said. The movie's so wildly silly, you don't really care because you get kind of hooked into this kind of wacky world of wrestling and all these goofy characters. Let's see. So it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a mix up the worlds of wrestling, comic books, and genetic engineering. <laughs> You're making it sound pretty good. I mean, I, I mean, I'm talking like I haven't seen. It. I've seen the movie. I just don't remember it too well. I, we gave it three stars. Why did I? Why did I? Maybe it's still around somewhere. I'll, I'm gonna look for it. <laughs> okay. Why well, I mean, any movie with Scott Atkins and Tracy Lords yeah. deserves maybe to be in your collection. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know what? I bet that's readily available. I'm going to look for it again, just like, uh, what was the other movie I mentioned? Blacklisted. Right, and Black so, Ice. And Black Ice. So, okay, we have a few more left. Um, we have Blackout with Brian, the Boz, Bosworth, and Brad Dourif. I remember liking this. Yeah, we kind of liked the movie. What's yeah. funny about this one is that Brian Bosworth, he loses his memory. So he goes, right. Hall. Or Hulk. <laughs> that that's my William Baldwin impression. Sorry, Hall. So it's like <laughs> I think now I might have said this in the review, but it, it's perfect casting because he yes. gets to play a confused guy and he, he does that well. He, he does a great job playing confused. Like Hall. It's like <laughs> yeah, here we go. He says Hall. Oh man. Ah. And no. So, um. um and then here's a, it's Grace. He's a crucifix on the wall and says, Christian? That means something. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like Dolph Lundgren, Aaron Eckhart, or Neil Patrick Harris, depending on the angle. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Brad Dorf wears a hat, I think. So that's his character. <laughs> um, so, you're definitely yeah, enticing people to see how Brad Dorf wears a hat. Wow. <laughs> He finally wears that hat you always want him to wear. Brad Dourif and his hat. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing. I'm trying to see if anyone out there who hasn't seen the movie, if they would be at all interested in seeing it. And I think we would oh, recommend this. Right? From what I remember, I enjoyed it. You know what's really weird about this one? I found that other movie called Blackout. Remember found that Goodwill? It was about, it's a Magnum release tape. Is that remember the one? That? Was it Richard Widmark? I, I I'm not sure. There's different different black blacklist. No, no, I'm sorry, not blacklist. Oh, sorry, blackout. 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 blackout one, sorry. I only know it as it's a Magnum release. Now, when I checked the tape, I was like, oh, okay, there it is. There's the movie. Inside the blackout tape is this movie, Blackout with, with the Boz. So, that's kind of interesting. So, I wasn't sure if I want to keep it or not. Maybe I will now. See, that's the thing. I mean, it probably came from a video store rather than someone's collection because maybe yeah. they just put it in the wrong box. Like, right. I don't think – I mean, it's possible, but I don't think a person would do it. I feel like more like a store would do that. Right. I could totally see it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's blackout. Yeah, you go, shoop, put it, in the, put it in the old tape slip, and it's like, there's your blackout. Because <laughs> that other blackout, which I think is Keith Carradine and Richard yeah. Woodmark, it's a good movie. Like, I, I would recommend movie. that. It's, it's, good. it's not action. But, uh, sorry, what? Is that the guy with the zipper face for the cover? I, yes, I believe the it is. Mask. 
<laughs> yeah, Zipper, <laughs> Zipper Face, AIP movie. Yes, Zipper Face. Yes. <laughs> but even though I don't think that plays that much into the movie, but it is I, there is a serial killer on the loose, I believe. I um, think I've seen the movie, the one you're talking about with Carradine. I got to rewatch You said it's good. Do you have a copy? Uh, no, I don't. It's a, I think wow. it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube? I've, it's on I know YouTube. I've seen that movie around. And what's interesting is, you know, um, for, you know, uh, talking about the fact that uh, Forensic Files is always on TV whenever yeah. you want. There's a Forensic Files episode where that movie comes into play. Oh, really? That's great. Yeah, because they said the narrator, what's his name, Peter Thomas? Yeah, Peter Thomas. It was like... It's like the assailant watched a movie called Blackout and he <laughs> imitated what the killer did. So, and they show a clip from the movie and everything. That's great. I'm going to look up that episode. Do you so know which one that, that is? So, it maybe it's called Blackout. Uh, well, how do you know what it's called? Usually they have these wacky titles like The Last, you know, <laughs> The Last Hair or something like that. <laughs> I can Hair probably reason. figure that out. <laughs> yeah. I can probably figure it out, but I. Yeah, there is a Forensic Files episode that ties into the movie Blackout. All right. I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that one. Um, I think that's about it for Blackout with the Boz. We posted this movie, oh, wow, almost 10 years ago to the day. May 13th, 2010. So that's kind of interesting. Oh, for what, Blackout? For Blackout with the Boz. Wow, so, was that long ago? Yeah, well, it feels like five years ago, but it was ten. That's so, insane. I, I would say less than five, because it. But wow, that's amazing. That's interesting too. And then now we're on we're the second to last movie, Black Valor, nineteen seventy three, the Sirio Santiago movie. Oh, okay. Uh, stars James Iglehart. Oh, yeah, okay. And Carol Speed, a.k.a. Savage. Is this, he comes home from Vietnam, and then people are hassling him, and he kind of... You know, it's funny you mentioned that. There's a movie called Fighting Mad, right? I think that's the plot you're thinking. Oh, am I thinking of Fighting Mad? Okay, never mind. Well, it's really similar. It's about, it's a jungle slog movie. Um, I'm about to say something that might be inappropriate. One of the uh, one of the this is not well. It's a quote from the movie, so get ready. Do you want me to say it? If you're quoting the movie, I think that's okay. Here we go. From evil white guy, I don't trust that black man. (laughs) Oh, that could have been a lot worse. Well, yeah. it's, it's, I like to say, it has to be put in the real evil white guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that seems to be a common theme uh, among some of these. Wait, we talked about that in Black Gun, right? Uh, yeah, um, let's see. It says there's a highly obvious superimposed video title. Um, we thought it was just okay, but it, it, it says it's 80 minutes, but it feels longer. Jungle Slog. And is it a jungle slog the whole time, or does he ever come back to modern society? It looks. I'm double checking the review. Um, I still have the cop. I still have the movie. Uh, mm, to, uh, it's definitely still mostly. It's a jungle slog. I think maybe an El Presidente slog, because it's a oh. uh, revolutionary rebel army, you know, insurrection, blah blah blah. Uh, it's all right. That's kind of what we said. It's all right. Let's see. Um, 
So if you if you want to see something similar, just maybe check out Fighting Mad. Yeah, Fighting Mad's better. Who who's in that? Um, uh, the guy from Is Kennedy. Kennedy? Isaac Kennedy. Yeah, Lee and Isaac Kennedy. Because there's also a Fighting Mad with Peter Fonda, right? Yes. Well, what's the other movie? It's James Caan. It's a he's like a revenge movie. It has a similar title, Fighting Mad, Fighting. You know what I'm talking about? No. It's a a James Caan movie. Yeah, it's like Death Wish, but not really. Um, Wow, I I must have seen it because that. I could do a really quick check if we could start. We could do some more some quick vamping, but it's like. <laughs> well, but are we almost done with the black list, for lack of a yes. better thing to call it? Yes, we are. Well, what's uh, we can circle back to that James Con thing? Okay, I I think I'm screwing up the title, but anywho, the last movie is a classic, which is, and I lost it. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Black Ninja. Oh, <laughs> okay. And this is the last movie, so we're ending on a bang here. Yeah, well, I made sure to end on a bang, because this is... We could talk about this movie all day. So. This is a modern-day DTV classic. Because <laughs> it's directed by Clayton Prince, a.k.a. me. <laughs> no, see, I was going to correct you. It's not directed by Clayton Prince. Oh, okay. It's directed by me. Oh, but who's me, Who you ask? <laughs> um, me? If anyone... My, <laughs> if anyone is listening to this might be confused when you watch the opening title sequence and it gets to the director it says directed by me yeah that's what it says <laughs> not me Brett, but it says yeah. me but i guess me is supposed to be clayton prince well so. he should have been a little more specific like maybe put it in parentheses or something yeah why didn't you why didn't you do that like i don't know who me is sir it's like <laughs> Directed <laughs> by me. Directed <laughs> by me. That's just that alone yeah. almost makes it a four-star movie. But it's like because who else would have the guts to? I mean, it's hubris. I tell you, it's more I hubris mean, than Troy Nicolo Ashford. It's sky high. I mean, at least Troy Nicolo Ashford used his name. I mean, he used three different versions of his name, but he used his name. <laughs> Uh, his vengeance is cutting edge. <laughs> it sure is. Cause, yeah, it was Troy Nicolo Ashford, Troy yeah. N. Ashford. It's like Troy Nicolo uh, Ashford. <laughs> yeah, and like one where it's like spelled wrong or something. Yeah. Or spelled differently. And my um, journey begins. <laughs> but um, but yeah, Clayton Prince, a.k.a. me, directed Black Ninja. <laughs> um, see, that's another thing about these directed video movies. You know, uh. it, you never know what you're going to get. You know, you're, you're always finding these surprising, interesting, crazy off kilter things. You know, if you just stick with mainstream stuff, you're never going to see anything like where it says directed by me. No. You know, so it's just, that just really speaks to why you should keep watching DTV. Yeah, keep, keep watching it. I keep tracking it down. Cause I just found this at a game exchange. It's like black ninja. I've heard of that movie. And it was a huge success. And there's so much more we could say. The, the theme song is tremendous. Yes, yeah, Black Ninja. For, yeah. <laughs> Black Ninja. Black Ninja. <laughs> it's very, very catchy. It'll be stuck in your head probably for the rest of your life. Um, it is. We, we saw this movie a couple of years ago now. We still kind of sing the song. <laughs> yeah. Black. Well, see, it's it's it has like a wah-wah. Like it's supposed to be kind of like a throwback to the 70s, I think. Oh, for sure. He's like a a Zorro type. You want to know what the plot of the Black Ninja is. He's like a a lawyer by day, crime fighter by night. So like Zorro. 
Was Zorro a lawyer? It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't think he was, but. No, he's just like kind of a petty. He's a swashbuckler. He's, he's a, a professional swashbuckler. Oh, okay, so you can, you, that's a real job. Okay, he's not like a petty thief, you know, looking for bread. He's, he's a, he's a, he's a, he started out, you know, to be honest, I don't know that much about the Zorro story, but yeah, it's, um, eventually he becomes a professional swashbuckler. I'm uh, almost positive. Right. Because right. the guy who's looking for bread was the guy from uh, Jean Valjean, right? Uh, Ray <laughs> Except with Zorro all the time. <laughs> um, I have nickels every time that happens. Yep. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. So I don't know if we want to give away too much. Because, I'll just say there's a fantastically, awesomely amazing line reading towards the yes. end of the movie. Yes, you won't say who it's from. You'll know immediately when it happens. But this takes acting to fantastic new heights. I mean, <laughs> why this person wasn't nominated for some sort of award is beyond me. For 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 best line reading, it just we it brought down the house when we watched it with uh, oh, Brendan and Dave. It with, well, Brendan and Dave, right? Yeah, Brendan and Dave, yeah. And it was, oh man, it was so great. It was great. It was, we won't say anymore. But I will say, you know, we're talking about the Black Ninja. It says, imagine Batman meets Daredevil meets Riz as Bobby Digital. <laughs> yeah, no, I wrote that. Yeah, you wrote that. And that's because that's a great description. I don't remember writing yeah. that, but I, I don't remember most of the stuff I write. Yeah, no, that's a great, yeah. I'll just compliment me on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm talking about me. Because that's very, I think that's very accurate to me. In all humbleness, I think that's very accurate. You're humble in a certain uh, Clayton Prince, maybe not be so humble. <laughs> well, that's the difference between Clayton Prince and, and me, assuming those are two different people. Are you Clayton Prince? Like who's on first? Yeah, well, am I Clayton Prince? Uh, am I the mole? <laughs> me. Like, am I the mole? Yeah. Am I the mole? Stephen Baldwin, am I the mole? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mole. And that was in the commercial. Like I think they would know if you were the mole, Steve. <laughs> so I think the producers might have told you, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but that's the end of the list. Uh, all wow. eighteen movies. Wow, that went by uh, semi quickly. <laughs> I mean, we could have just maybe stretched it out, but I, but I think with eighteen movies, we should, we ran through them pretty fast. Yeah, did pretty fast. I'm just getting around. Um, I guess we have what we have our plugs, or do we have? Are you have a, do you have shout outs? No shout outs on this episode. Shout outs, go ahead. But before, while you think about that, yeah, I'm thinking. Is, why don't you look up that James Conn movie? Okay. And then I I will say the other platforms that we're now on. Hit it. So, okay, so this podcast you're now listening to is now on several different new. See, I'm trying to stretch this out to give Ty enough time, but uh, to uh, uh, new places you can listen to it. So we have iTunes, of course. We have um, TuneIn. Um, nice. Spotify. Whoa, uh, Spotify? Yeah, we're on Spotify. And, and what's the other um, one? Uh, iHeart and Google Play. That's like all the podcatchers, as they call them. <laughs> There's one more. We might be on it now. I haven't checked, but I don't want to say because right. we might not be here. I don't want to confuse people. I might but... have said some of the part of the name. I was talking about Tim Gunn, some sort of cross oh, stick. Okay, so there's an interesting clue. Yeah, 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 he did, actually. Yeah. So put those together for a certain podcatcher. <laughs> right, but which I don't actually know if we're on it because last time I checked, we weren't, but they could have added us yesterday, you know. But we are on all the other ones. So if you found us somehow on those, hi, thanks for listening. Yeah, um, oh, thank you for listening to our podcast in general. It's very nice to see you guys. 
and girls. That's true. Yeah, I always say that. You have a lot of podcast choices out there. So if you're listening to us, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. I, I think we're mixing up the, the con movie because uh, I can't see it on his IMDb page at the moment. Because he has hide in plain sight. That's a revenge that movie. That's what I was going to guess, but that doesn't really match up to your description. Right. That... Fighting back. That was that was Fonda because. Oh, oh, is it fighting back? See, I said fighting mad, but yeah. Oh, fighting back. It has Tom Skerritt. That not James Con. Oh, okay. So no wonder I got that mixed up. It wasn't Con. It was Skerritt. Oh, okay. Well, well, at least we got an answer. So. All that was right. Cool. It's not didn't leave you hanging on this episode. <laughs> but that's not to be confused with Ruckus. Right. right, ruckus. What's that other one? It was uh, like Johnny Stormcloud or what was oh Johnny uh, Fire Johnny Firecloud Johnny Firecloud, yeah. Which I isn't to be confused with the Thunder trilogy. Thunder, yeah, Thunder Warrior. They're all somewhat available on VHS. The Thunder Warrior trilogy. So I was surprised. Um, but as you know, I do kind of like these rural. Um, if you call them revenge movies or action movies, where there's usually some sort of corrupt sheriff and then. Um, there's a Thunder or Johnny Firecloud or Ruckus type. Right. <laughs> and they have to fight like one of the character actors that they have for the piece. So, so it's John Philip Law or Bo Svensson. <laughs> or possibly Bo Hopkins. Bo Hopkins, right. So I like that. You have to get a Bo of some sort. Right, right. Maybe yeah. Bo Gritz for a Thunder <laughs> If you're lucky, you get Bo Gritz. <laughs> Bo Gritz, but, not that uh, name. Well, that was a great movie he was in. Um, the Rescue Angels? No, Rescue Force. No, Rescue Force. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? But we will be posting a, a really good example of that on the website soon, which is um, – yeah, Which title is that? <laughs> it's, it's, I really liked it, but oh, see, no. now I'm on the spot. Um, oh, and a Black Oak Conspiracy. Oh, yes. It's set up ready to be uh, you know, posted soon. Yeah, Black Oak. Yeah, who was in that? It was uh, Jesse Vint. It was Jesse Vint. That's a really good example of that type of movie. It's, yeah, it was fun. It's a, it's, a cut, it's a cut above the rest. Yeah, definitely fun drive-in material. Yeah. I, I have oh. no shout-outs today oh, in this okay. very episode. I might have them on the next one, I'm, but not not in this not at this very moment. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess we, we did all the oh there's more there's more stuff to promote or not promote but more stuff to plug or you got the website you got the Instagram right <laughs> oh. oh oh well there's all the ways you can contact us oh yeah contacting us <laughs> if, if you dare to do that um, you could go to crpodcast at yahoo.com nice and, and I do, do the other ones I have we there, I can't speak there's Facebook come up into these well, if Ty dropped out, uh, I, I think I can continue this. So we got uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, which I think is Ty come up and um, yeah. and uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm back. And Ty Action Rocks. Ty Action Rocks on Instagram. So that's Am it I, for today's episode, and um, I'm, I'm thank back. you for you listening, back? and we'll see you again soon. And Ty from bye. wherever he is, I'm sure says <laughs> bye, and I will bye. say goodbye and. See you next time. Bye. Bye.